Today is the 25th day of May. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian, and it is uh, it is good to be here with you as we end another of the weeks that we have in this year to spend together as we go through the entire Bible. So as we conclude this, uh, the final full week of May this year, We'll pick up where we left off. We've been reading from the Christian Standard Bible this week. And we're working our way through 2 Samuel and the story of King David. Today, 2 Samuel 7 and 8. When the king had settled into his palace, and the Lord had given him rest on every side from all his enemies, the king said to the prophet Nathan, Look, I am living in a cedar house while the ark of God sits inside tent curtains. So Nathan told the king, Go and do all that is on your mind, for the Lord is with you. But that night the word of the Lord came to Nathan. Go to my servant David and say, This is what the Lord says. Are you to build me a house to dwell in? From the time I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until today, I have not dwelt in a house. Instead, I have been moving around with a tent as my dwelling. In all my journeys with all the Israelites, have I ever spoken a word to one of the tribes of Israel, whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, asking, Why haven't you built me a house of cedar? So now this is what you are to say to my servant David. This is what the Lord of armies says. I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock, to be ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before you. I will make a great name for you, like that of the greatest on the earth. I will designate a place for my people Israel and plant them so that they may live there and not be disturbed again. Evildoers will not continue to oppress them as they have done ever since the day I ordered judges to be over my people Israel. I will give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you, the Lord himself will make a house for you. When your time comes and you rest with your fathers, I will raise up after you your descendant, who will come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He is the one who will build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will discipline him with a rod of men and blows from mortals. But my faithful love will never leave him, as it did when I removed it from Saul, whom I removed from before you. Your house and kingdom will endure before me forever, and your throne will be established forever. Nathan reported all these words and this entire vision to David then King David went in, sat in the Lord's presence, and said, Who am I, Lord God, 
And what is my house that you have brought me this far? What you have done so far was a little thing to you, Lord God. For you have also spoken about your servant's house in the distant future. And this is a revelation for mankind, Lord God. What more can David say to you? You know your servant, Lord God. Because of your word and according to your will, you have revealed all these great things to your servant. This is why you are great, Lord God. There is no one like you, and there is no God besides you, as all we have heard confirms. And who is like your people Israel? God came to one nation on earth in order to redeem a people for himself, to make a name for himself, and to perform for them great and awesome acts, driving out nations and their gods before your people you redeemed for yourself from Egypt. You established your people Israel to be your own people forever, and you, Lord, have become their God. Now, Lord God, fulfill the promise forever that you have made to your servant and his house. Do as you have promised, so that your name will be exalted forever when it is said, The Lord of armies is God over Israel. The house of your servant David will be established before you, since you, Lord of armies, God of Israel, have revealed this to your servant when you said, I will build a house for you. Therefore your servant has found the courage to pray this prayer to you. Lord God, you are God. Your words are true, and you have promised this good thing to your servant. Now, please bless your servant's house so that it will continue before you forever. For you, Lord God, have spoken, and with your blessing, your servant's house will be blessed forever. After this, David defeated the Philistines, subdued them, and took Methegamah from Philistine control. He also defeated the Moabites, and after making them lie down on the ground, he measured them off with a cord. He measured every two cord lengths of those to be put to death, and one full length of those to be kept alive. So the Moabites became David's subjects and brought tribute. David also defeated Hadadezer, son of Rahab, king of Zobah, when he went to restore his control at the Euphrates River. David captured 1,700 horsemen and 20,000 foot soldiers from him, and he hamstrung all the horses and kept a hundred chariots. When the Arameans of Damascus came to assist king Hadadezer of Zobah, David struck down 22,000 Aramean men. Then he placed garrisons in Aram of Damascus, and the Arameans became David's subjects and brought tribute. The Lord made David victorious wherever he went. David took the gold shields of Hadadezer's officers and brought them to Jerusalem. 
King David also took huge quantities of bronze from Bitah and Boratai, Adadazer's cities. When King Toy of Amath heard that David had defeated the entire army of Hadadezer, he sent his son, Joram, to King David to greet him and to congratulate him because David had fought against Hadadezer and defeated him. For Toy and Hadadezer had fought many wars. Joram had items of silver, gold, and bronze with him. King David also dedicated these to the Lord along with the silver and gold he had dedicated from the nations he had subdued, from Edom, Moab, the Ammonites, the Philistines, the Amalekites, and the spoil of Hadadezer, son of Rahab, king of Zobah. David made a reputation for himself when he returned from striking down 18,000 Edomites in Salt Valley. He placed garrisons throughout Edom, and all the Edomites were subject to David. The Lord made David victorious wherever he went. So David reigned over all Israel, administering justice and righteousness for all his people. John 14, 15 through 31. If you love me, you will keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. He is the Spirit of Truth. The world is unable to receive him because it doesn't see him or know him, but you do know him because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live too. On that day you will know that I am in my Father, you are in me, and I am in you. The one who has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me, and the one who loves me will be loved by my Father. I also will love him and will reveal myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it you're going to reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. My Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. The one who doesn't love me will not keep my words. The word that you hear is not mine, but is from the Father who sent me. I have spoken these things to you while I remain with you. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have told you. Peace. I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled or fearful. You have heard me tell you, I am going away and I am coming to you. 
If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe. I will not talk with you much longer, because the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me. On the contrary, so that the world may know that I love the Father, I do as the Father commanded me. Get up. Let's leave this place. Psalm 119, 33-48 He Teach me, Lord, the meaning of your statutes, and I will always keep them. Help me understand your instruction, and I will obey it and follow it with all my heart. Help me stay on the path of your commands, for I take pleasure in it. Turn my heart to your decrees, and not to dishonest profit. Turn my eyes from looking at what is worthless. Give me life in your ways. Confirm what you said to your servant, for it produces reverence for you. Turn away the disgrace I dread. Indeed, your judgments are good. How I long for your precepts. Give me life through your righteousness. Wall. Let your faithful love come to me, Lord, your salvation as you promised. Then I can answer the one who taunts me, for I trust in your word. Never take the word of truth from my mouth, for I hope in your judgments. I will always obey your instruction, forever and ever. I will walk freely in an open place because I study your precepts. I will speak of your decrees before kings and not be ashamed. I delight in your commands, which I love. I will lift up my hands to your commands, which I love, and will meditate on your statutes. Proverbs 15.33 The fear of the Lord is what wisdom teaches, and humility comes before honor. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you for another week that we've been able to spend in your word together in community as we continue this journey through the year. We thank you for all that you are doing in our lives and as we prepare ourselves to move into the new week and uh, and into a new month, which will be the sixth month of the year, we're realizing that the passage of time, it's, it, it's never ending. And uh, in another month's time, we'll be halfway through our journey together. So we thank you. We mark this time. We situate ourselves where we are and we look back at the beginning of the year and we see your faithfulness. We see your kindness and we see your love and we see the counsel 
that you offer each day through your word, and we are grateful. And with great anticipation, we look forward to all that is out in front of us. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website. It's home base. It's where you find out what's going on around here. So be sure to stay tuned and uh, stay connected in any way that you can. Uh, The prayer wall is a great place to stay connected. You can find that at dailyaudiobible.com. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Maybe there's some things that you need some prayer about. You can stay connected at social media by clicking the the community button at dailyaudiobible.com. And that'll take you to all the different links for all the different channels that we're on. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com. There's a link on the homepage. And uh, thank you for your partnership. Thank you humbly. If you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, this call is in response to Joe in New Jersey with ALF. Joe, I just want you to know that I am praying for your healing daily, but I also want to share um, my experience with you. My husband passed away 18 months ago from ALF, but he always said that he had another ALF which was more special and powerful than the disease. And that was his all-loving Savior. That all-loving Savior knew what my husband was going through, and he knew the length of my husband's days. That ALF also knows all about you and your situation. I'm guessing that you probably are looking at your disease as a death warrant. I am praying that you will be able to place that concern in God's hands and rest in God's goodness. Joe, I'm praying that you will see that God longs to use you, even with ALS, in a powerful way to touch the lives of everyone around you. I'm praying that you will wake up each day and seize life and let your all-loving Savior infuse you with his grace and love and kindness and joy to touch the lives of everyone you come in contact with. I'm also praying 2 Corinthians 12, 9 over you that you will know with certainty that God's grace is sufficient for you and that his power is made perfect in weakness, even the weakness of ALS. Blessings, Joe. Let us know how you're doing. Hey, I am, this is Lori Music, transplant from Chicago down to Heber Springs, Arkansas. Joel Borman, I heard your prayer request. You are from Waukegan, Illinois. That is my hometown. Um, headed back up there this weekend, in fact. Um, lots of deep roots go there, as my father was an alderman for 44 years. However, your 44-year-old daughter um, that has four, uh, stage 4 melanoma cancer, 
I know she's headed down to Chicago for those treatments. And um, it really touched me that you, a father, a godly man, uh, is calling in for his daughter. What a great uh, adversary you are for Christian men because it always seems, and I don't know why, that it seems like it's always the women who seem to be praying, um, um, at least in our little community, it seems that way. So it really touched my soul um, to hear a father crying out for his um, adult daughter. That just really touched me. And I'm praying for your daughter, and I'm, I'm believing with you. I'm believing by faith that she is healed and made whole and that you will be calling back with a praise report. So everyone, have a blessed day. Praying for you all. Hello, uh, Daily Audio Bible family. Uh, this is Alicia, the, uh, my God is abundance. Uh, today is the 22nd of May. Um, I'm playing a little bit of catch up and I just heard the May 18th podcast um, in which uh, Pelham basically said uh, what had been on my heart when I first heard the podcast, airing the prayer of the lady who's alone in Massachusetts. Uh, I'm first, I feel like I need to call in to repent. I, I mean, that's how much your prayer request affected me. I need to repent of, of not honoring the friends and the family and the life that I've been given. Um, you know, I, I need to repent of that. So know that your call at least had that effect, that it's, it's making myself and people like Helen think. And the other thing, I needed to call you about was just really to lift you up in prayer, just uh, that you would know even in your isolation, your physical isolation, you are touching people and praying that your physical isolation comes to an end, that God would wrap his, his arms around you, that you would feel that and that he would send others to wrap their arms around you. So I, I pray this in, in Jesus' name. Uh, amen. Hi, Daily Audio Bible. Um, I'm I'm a nurse, and I'm just calling with a a prayer request that uh, I'm not gonna obviously yeah, for a good re- for our reasons you'll see. I can't go into too many details about it, but um, from a situation that happened when I was at work a couple of days ago, there is a family that is just really hurting right now, um, and God knows the rest of of everything. But um, I was just wondering if you guys could keep I'll keep this um, anonymous family um, in your prayers over the next little bit um, because they're just had a really tragic thing happen to them thanks bye